You're listening to Courting in Color with your hosts, Shatrice and Louise. All right. Hello and welcome, Courting Cuties, to another episode of Courting in Color. My name is Shatrice. Hey, y'all. I'm Louise. Yes, and we are here once again. I feel like that was a song or something. But anyway, so what you been up to since we last chatted? Since we last chatted. So I think I may be the next unproblematic version of Lena Dunham. Like I may be <laughs> okay. I may be a writer. So Okay. I was like, are you gonna uh have a scripted show on HBO that features <laughs> Right. Am I gonna have a scripted show on HBO that's only a page and a half but get green flip for four seasons? Meanwhile, Issa Rae has to have like a whole script and five thousand pages of it in order to. Did you hear? Did you see that story? No. Yeah. So like, Lena Dunham got a whole series with like a page and a half summary, but like Issa Rae needed to like have a fully thought out like concept seasons and everything. That's showcasing that white women are privileged. Yes, they are. In case you forgot, courting cuties, white (laughs) ones listening, (laughs) you might be privileged. But yes, no, I've been I've been thinking a lot about where to put my creative talents beyond this podcast. You know, mm-hmm. so I run a little food blog and yes. I think I wanna get into writing more. And I say that because Aww. every therapist I've had, they've asked me a really big question. They're like, What would you do if you weren't afraid? And I'm like, Oh my gosh, that's such a deep question. I'm afraid of everything. <laughs> <laughs> I'm afraid Every day uh, is fear. <laughs> every day is fear. Uh, but no, I, I've been thinking, I've been meditating on that question a lot more. And I think mm. writing is something I would do if I wasn't afraid, but you know, I've been thinking a lot about like, okay, would I keep my real name? Would I do a pseudonym? Would mm. I like have initials like J.R. Tolkien or something like that? But I don't know. Yeah. I'm, I, I'm, I'm, I think I'm afraid it's, oh, <gasps> growth. It's not, <gasps> if I did it, or what did I say? My ther- if my therapist were to ask me, what would you do if you weren't afraid? What uh-huh. I would say is I would conquer my fear if I wasn't afraid. Because here's what I mean. What usually holds <laughs> me back, what usually holds me back from stuff is not the act of doing it, but the act of rejection. And so I sure, yeah. So if I wasn't afraid, I would conquer my fear. Does that, if that well, makes sense. Yeah. But is that not like, as deep? Is that not deep? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> Sorry, I really thought I was on to something. Well, uh, I could tell, and I was like trying to like, wave you down and be like, but wait, that's like, because if you're not afraid, then yeah, you'd conquer the feet. Like, or maybe if I wasn't afraid, I would not be afraid of rejection. You know, I don't know. Uh, maybe that's I mean, I, I totally get what you're like. Yeah, yeah, thank you. Thank you. Like, let's not, no, you know what? And honestly, in doing that, I probably rejected you. I'm sorry. <laughs> Well, let, thank you so much, Courtney Cutie. Send us your tales, fails, and Instagram details. Or whatever Shatrice says at the end. I don't know. <laughs> Love that. But no, I think that is, well, and we were just talking about this a little earlier. Like, you know, we have our jobs, our careers, and things like that. Right. But what are we doing outside of that? And um, what was I listening to, watching, talking? I don't know. But, like, it was some type of conversation that, oh, it was actually um, a conversation I was having with some, some colleagues a couple days ago. And it was, like, like how much we, like, allow work to consume us. And I was, like, well, I don't allow it. Yes. Like, I, 
need a job. I need, you know, security and Maslow's hierarchy and things like that. Mm -hmm. But it's like, well, but how often? Literally, and like the same day that I said that, I was sending out emails at midnight. And it was kind of, it was, yeah, it wasn't because I was like up late. I had kind of like took a pause earlier in the day and I just was like, I just need to like knock this out real quick because I'm not going to have time in the morning. But that, I mean, it's such a great example. <laughs> like, why the fuck am I even on a laptop at 12 a.m., let alone a laptop working on work-related things? Um, and so, I don't know. I've I've been thinking a lot about that in the, over the last month of, like, what would I do? Like, how would I fill my time if I didn't have a job? Yes. Like, would I be totally bored? Or would I be, you know, I don't know, like, scared, whatever? And if if I can think of an answer to that question, maybe I should explore trying to figure out how to live without, you know, a traditional mm. nine to five. So that that thought has only very, very recently entered my head. But I was like, oh, like, I'm not married to any one particular job. Like, I don't feel like my identity rests in my, like, work or professional right, identity. Right. Like, my full, that's not my full identity. So I'm like, hmm. I could live a life where I am, as you said earlier, I'm on town council and things like that. Because I'm like, I wouldn't have time to do it now. But I could certainly, you know. Step into your full Moira. Yes. (laughs) Yes. I will um, channel Moira Rose and just kind of run this little town that I live in in my grandiose kind of way. But, (laughs) But yes. But no, good for you for thinking through those very, very big and important life questions wait is this your new this is like the therapist you've been going to right yes this is my first and only therapist from here but i haven't seen her in a couple of months okay i don't know did i tell you this i think I'm. are you like i think i'm in the process of breaking on her no no no. i think i'm in the process of breaking (laughs) up with her like i haven't fully fully (laughs) cut the ties but she's like around don't string her along (laughs) well no and thankfully i have i think i used to have a bad habit of making therapist therapy appointments and canceling them and i'm like mm. that's you know i just need to be better so quarantine has fucked up a lot of things i'm in the process sure. of finding a new therapist shout out to i think it's called the national queer and trans people of color therapist network um they have Ooh, a I've directory never heard of that. yeah they have a directory so um i think most like for people of color there's a couple of different ones i, I know like i think black girls rock i think or is it Black Girls Therapy, therapy Network. Black girls. Therapy for Black Girls. Therapy for Black Girls. I mean, but Black, also girls, black rock. girls Rock <laughs> is a thing. Black, <laughs> black Girls Rock. Thank you. Therapy for Black Girls um, uh-huh. has a directory, which has been pretty good. So, yeah. Well, and had I, like, when I first heard about Therapy for Black Girls, it was very much pre-Rona. And so, like, yeah. the idea of looking for a therapist, like, outside of my, like, zip code, area code, whatever, wasn't really, like, a thing. Like, you mm-hmm. would be finding local people which obviously like sometimes in our small towns, it's just hard if you're looking for someone more specific, but yeah, but now that it's, you know, now that everything, many of us have figured out or had to figure out ways to do our jobs virtually, therapists have done the same. So my therapist, I don't even know, I think she like maybe is an hour or so away from me. I'm not really sure, but we've we've never, yeah, my newer one, we've never met. Like we've only, I've only started going to her since like COVID started or like um also um I had a dream about my very first boyfriend <laughs> this week and it was a very weird like wait dream. is your first boyfriend the 
first person you've had you had sex with? No, no okay. I was very much a virgin and very much saving myself. Oh, this was the church boy. Yes, and we were in our church. We were in our home church in the dream. I was like, maybe this just decided I need to go back to church. <laughs> right. But yes, we were in the church. He did not have a shirt on, and he had like. Were y'all tattoos. doing it in the church? No. Oh. I should no. There were like people there, uh, as you know, people I guess are in churches, but I guess there wasn't really church going on because why did he not have a shirt on? Beyond me. But then like his mother was there, and she was just like, you know, what do you think you're gonna like get for my son or something like that? Oh. Which, which is like I was very um, appalled by because parents love me, including his mom. Like parents have always loved me. Parents probably love me more than their sons have loved me. But like <laughs> I'm like good with parents, and so that was very odd. She was like, you know, you think you're gonna get X, Y, and Z out of him? And I started listening off stuff. I was like, sis, I just bought a house. I just did this. Damn. I just did that. Like what? Also, side note, I did just buy a house by the time this airs. <laughs> like, I've closed and done all that. So, yeah, I was like, honey, I don't need this man or his money or whatever, his tattoos and his weird shirtless body in this church. Like, I'm good, sis. Like, he is the one who's, like, you know, looking out for me or checking for me or whatever. So, anyway, I don't know where on earth that dream came from. I never think about this boy. And I can only kind of think of him as a boy because we were, what, <laughs> like, 15. So, I just, I think my mind imagined what his body might look like. I don't really oh. know. <laughs> you know what they what say? Are? Sometimes in dreams, you can enter, like, a parallel world. So That is possible. Be, yeah. Or, like, I don't know. <laughs> I think also there's a planet in retrograde. So, usually, like, retrograde is, like, when exes pop up. So, maybe... Uh, well, shit, I've been in retrograde since COVID started because they've been <laughs> popping up left and right. Per use, um, what is one relationship that is inspiring you or sending out to you? Yes. Well, as you know, I was recently with my parents, so I hadn't seen them oh, since yes! quarantine started. Yes. Um, probably like many households of color, there's a lot of noise everywhere, which is the perfect <laughs> yes. opportunity to binge watch Girlfriends. So I watched yes. the first season, as you know, I was texting you throughout. And so <laughs> it's funny because I'm like, oh, I really missed a lot when I only watched yes. the, four, the four episodes. You did. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, that's funny. I would say probably Maya and Darnell are inspiring me. Okay. Okay. Granted, this is like season one, right? right. I, I but, think that, like that's right. fair. So, yeah, but so okay, really quick tangent. I don't always like how girlfriends is written because sometimes they jump <laughs> around with things, and like time has happened. Like when Tony gets married to that one guy, or get engaged, gets engaged to the to the doctor. I'm like, I feel like y'all have gone on three dates, but it you just are getting proposed to right off the bat. And then so with Maya. Mm. with Maya and her husband they there's the one scene where it's like Darnell might be cheating on Maya oh, and mm-hmm. they it's have like the like, flight attendant or something, the, something. <laughs> and there's a moment at the end of the episode where Maya's like oh he he's never gotten defensive about stuff clearly he must be cheating on me I thought that was gonna come up and then it didn't so I'm like then when you get to the sorry spoiler when you get to the close to the end <laughs> of season one and Maya and Darnell are getting their vows renewed. You're like, wait, what happened? Was Darnell cheating? Also, there, there was it. Question: 
the actor who played Darnell in season one is not the same actor mm. in season two. Is that because you went on that Ky- Kyla Pratt show? The one and half or half and half? <laughs> one on one, not to be confused with half, half. Damn, I'm watching that show right now. What's the name of it? Child, I tell you, I now only refer to Netflix as Black Flicks. Like, if I'm not watching the Blacklist, I'm watching a Black Wait, show from, like, the Did you come up with a term? Ago. Black Flicks? Black, Black Flicks. What did I just say? No, Black, black Flicks. Like, that's Black Netflix. I don't know if I made that up. I feel like I want to say I did, but I know that I was also inspired by someone else talking about how Black. Netflix has gotten. Gotcha. It. I'll Google it. I think I think they said black Netflix or something. And you, you know said what? black fix. Anyway. Y- yes. So it, anyway, all that to say, yes, there are two Darnells. And actually, actually, I think if you look at the first episode, that is a third Darnell. <laughs> like that the there's the uh, first uh-huh. episode, pilot episode Darnell. Then there's like season one Darnell, who's a Flex Alexander. I think that's his real name. Or maybe his yeah. name on 101. And um, or all of us. What what the fuck these shows are called? And then, yes, for the rest of the series, it's the shorter guy. And I just lo- that is probably one of my favorite parts about shows from the 90s and beforehand. When right. they just switch out characters, like, yeah, right. it's like, fine. You know, or actors. Aunt Viv, like, changed her <laughs> yes. you know, Yeah. Yes. But anyway, and everyone's still upset about that. But I think they're inspiring. I think they're inspiring me because, like, I don't know. Maya just, like, unapologetically loves Darnell. And just, like, <laughs> this is, like, my man. And, like, I don't know, just... I think showcases real love in a way that people would think may be unhealthy because it's like it seems like that's the only person she like lives for or only talks about but it's like Mm -hmm. no like this is like I think minus a cheating like healthy relationship (laughs) like this person's in your life and like they're amazing things for you and you know she's always like my husband Darnell is that and I don't know so I Honey, let someone put a ring on this finger and see won't my husband be the beginning of many of my (laughs) Right. (laughs) Well, oh my gosh. And I think at some point we do an interview, we need to do like an episode of like, what does it mean when you get into a relationship and how do you maintain yourself? Like when you talk Mm -hmm. about yourself. Mm -hmm. Like, anyway. Like, does everything become like a we? We, right, of, right, right. Like a me. Yeah, yeah. And, it, and, it, and it's interesting. Like, I could talk about it because I'm, I'm usually when people are like, oh, what'd you do this weekend? I'm like, oh, well, we did this. We, I'm like, yes, we did a bunch <laughs> of stuff together. But I'm also, yeah, like, I, mean, but it's, I mean, it's not not the truth. Like, it's right, the truth. Right. Yeah, so. but I think that's interesting. I think, you know, for all of the Courting Cuties listening who have seen more of the series <laughs> of Girlfriends, I'm sure you're. Like saying to yourself, "Ooh, Louise, just you wait." Oh no! No, I mean no, but like it's still what you're saying is actually pretty accurate for most of at least what I've seen so far. I think I've made it to like season five. Like even though things kind of like, you know, there's twists and turns. I think it's still the same. So what? But quickly to your point about like the time lapse or the time hops or the mysterious time for the show Girlfriends in particular. So something I've noticed about shows in the early millennium and 90s and, like, beforehand is that, like, someone would go out on a date and by the end of the episode, right. they're like, oh, yeah, we're dating or whatever. And I don't think, I really don't think in those, like, episodes there was supposed to be any intention of, like, no, this was, like, you know, a month later or whatever. But it's just the way that we date now is, like, you would never 
go out on a date with someone and then like by the next day or even probably the next fucking week be like yeah that's my right. boyfriend like we move so much slower in the whole like commitment and the claiming and the you know making things official i just think it looks I just think it looked different when those shows were created. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that was totally the norm. And so, cause I've definitely picked up on that too. When I've watched those shows, I'm like, uh, did I miss a whole relationship? No, y'all are just like willing and unafraid to commit to each other. Knowing, not knowing for sure that this will work out. And I was like, right. Hmm, we could use that. In we could use that now. Um, but yes, yeah, so for me, I've been reading this book for my book club, and it's called Such a Fun Age by Kylie Reed. And there was this moment that was not supposed to be emotional at all. I just, again, hashtag SZA feelings. And, you know, um, but there was a moment where two of the characters, the main character and like this guy that she's now dating, uh, like she had a bad day or whatever, and she was just like telling him about it. And he was like, yeah, like, that's the worst. Like, she should go to jail and like talk about her boss or whatever like and in a very exaggerated supportive kind of way and i was just like i what that someone <laughs> to hear me and listen yes and not only just listen but to know that like they just need to be like completely team chatrice like mm-hmm. maybe a little bit extra about it knowing that obviously like you know we're being maybe dramatic or whatever about something but yes i need you to be like yes that hoe is stank for what she did. Like, you know, regardless of what you actually might think, hopefully you would think that that hoe is in fact stank, but (laughs) you know, like, I was just like, I just appreciate those moments where I tell someone a story, they hear me and then they respond in a way that's like, yes, like to all you said, which maybe I just like when people agree with me, (laughs) but But you know, feel like someone has heard you and like, I don't know. I think often we can be in relationships, whether like romantic or not, where we get a little bit like gaslit or we get a little bit like, well, you know what is gaslighting? Whether it's like, oh, you're crazy or like, oh no, what you're feeling is not right, right? So it's always nice to find someone who's like, that sucks. And you're like, thank you. I'm not the only one who's imagining it or (laughs) someone else sees it that way, especially when they don't know all the details or not, or are not intimately involved in the situation. Right. Now, I will be honest, in some of the new girls that I've dated, I'm like, sweetie, I can't, you have to give me more information. <laughs> it's like, I cannot understand where you're coming from. But I think sometimes that's just because I have um, interesting judgment in the men that I date. <laughs> so that's a whole nother story. Let's go ahead and give some shout outs for the culture. Although, speaking of culture, I wanted to shout out our listeners in Ireland and Quebec. And I don't necessarily know right. much we don't about know where. either of those cultures or who those people are. I've only been to um, Dublin. Um, but yes, we have listeners there. We have listeners in Quebec. And I'm trying to think, where's the... Okay, we're not going to do a geography lesson. <laughs> like, where's where you enter from New Niagara York? Falls. Yeah, from Niagara Falls. Is That's not Is Quebec. That Toronto? That's, Toronto, or because it's Ontario. Yeah, 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 yep, yep. Yeah. So I've been to. Isn't that where Drake is from? Yes, I think. Okay, well then I've been. OVO. OVO. <laughs> so you know, I've been very close to the OVO crew um, before. It was a great time. Another shout out that I wanted to give was from our uh, podcasters of the Gram, 
and all that good stuff. The podcast is called HIT or Homos in Training. Literally, that is what it is called. Um, and they gave us an amazing rating and said, I really enjoy the perspective Chatrice and Louise bring to their episodes. They're so funny and have great chemistry with guests. It's worth the listen, 100%. Little smiley face. Thank you so much, J-Day. I hope I'm saying that right. I'm not going to do all the spelling. But also, listeners, just go check them out as well. That's Homos in Training or HIT Podcast, I think might be the actual um, Instagram handle. But okay, cool. Uh, are you ready to head into today's topic? I'm ready. We're almost done with October, which means the leaves are, you know, really out there falling about. And, you know, Thanksgiving, turkeys, pumpkins, all the things that you think of when you think of fall are really here in Among Us. But, you know, what else we think of when we think of fall? It's cuffing season. Cuffing so that, season. I'm like, I don't know what you think about when you think about the months from like October to January, but some of us may think of a little cuffing season. So I figure we could like chat about that today. I'm so um, excited. I was talking to, I was in a group chat recently. We're talking about cuffing season. And Ooh, I was like, okay. Oh my gosh, I'm about to talk about this for my podcast. So once yes. this episode gets released, I'm sending it to them. Yes, definitely do. Um, so I, I'll <laughs> I'll back up a little bit to um, give all of the cuties a little and Louise actually a little bit of background on why I was inspired to talk about this. Ooh, <laughs> yes. So this is like an unofficial tale because it's not one particular conversation. It's well, it was, but it just wasn't like whatever. It was not in writing. Um, so per, you know, what we'll get into in a minute, cuffing season. So let me just start off. Let me actually start off like this. So what is cuffing season? How would you describe cuffing season, Louise? So I would say cuffing season as defined by, no, I'm kidding. Uh, okay, don't season. look at the definition. <laughs> no, no. I think cuffing season is like relationship daytime, but like serious, like relationship time where people are looking uh-huh. for to be cuffed, to be with someone. Also, mm-hmm. I call it cuddling season. So you <laughs> want to have someone that you're by with through, yes! the, through the long fall and the cold winter months. So by summer, you can ditch them. But yes, it's cold out on these streets. Hell, it's cold in my apartment right now, and I just need more human body heat. And so that is why I felt like I was ready to enter cuffing season, which according to Merriam-Webster, cuffing season refers to a period of time where single people begin looking for short-term partnerships to pass the colder months of the year. That's literally it. Um... It says it usually begins in October and lasts until just after Valentine's Day. Which I yes. think that piece is interesting. I'm surprised it's not just before Valentine's no, I Day. Think, no, I think it's, so I think there's four holidays that fall in cuffing season. I don't okay. know if we're going to talk about this, but I can go. Make. No, go ahead. So Thanksgiving, Christmas, or any kind of December religious holiday you celebrate. Yeah, Kwanzaa. New, <laughs> Kwanzaa. Um, <laughs> New Year's and um, Valentine's. So I think Damn. it's four. These are so the I, I add New Year's. I used to just be yeah, like I, think that's I used fair. to just be like Thanksgiving, Christmas, Valentine's. No, but I think it's I think it's New Year's as well. But yes, I say it's up until and through Valentine's. 
Okay. I have follow-up thoughts, but let me just try to keep my thoughts in yes. some type of subsequent order. <laughs> um, but yeah, so the, basically everything that Louise just said is what Merriam-Webster said, which I thought was really funny that Merriam-Webster had anything to say about cuffing season. Um, and fun fact for everyone listening, cuffing season officially entered the American lexicon in 2011 via Urban Dictionary, because duh. Um, But now Urban Dictionary is the second result that pops up. So sorry, Urban Dictionary. But um, basically, it says the same thing. During the fall and winter months, people who would normally rather be single or promiscuous find themselves, along with the rest of the world, desiring to be, quote, cuffed or tied down by a serious relationship. The cold weather and prolonged indoor activity causes singles to become lonely and desperate to be cuffed. Not um, lonely and desperate. Well, that's a good turn. I don't know if I didn't see that earlier. <laughs> what? <laughs> but yes, okay. Well, I guess to avoid being lonely and desperate, I was like, yes, let me enter cuffing season 2020-2021. You know, let me just get ready. Now, I feel like I should have been prepping for this more. And if you Google cuffing season, there's like full-blown like recruitment seasons, calendars and all this. I was like, oh, I need to step my game up. But I was like, you know what, let me just do what I've done before. And so I went perusing the um, virtual streets to see who was a viable candidate. And I think every time, and it's not, it's not happened. I've not participated um, in cuffing season a lot, but every time I have, it's like a very nerve wracking, like beginning of like, oh, like, okay, how much do I need to like say to people? Like, what is, what am I really trying to like get out of this? Yada, yada. yada. So I, I'm in my head a lot about it, but nope, this time I was like, well, this time I was inspired actually by Louise. I was like, age is just a number. Post 18, of course. But right. you know, like, I was like, the person doesn't have to be my age. Like, what does that matter? So I matched with this guy. <laughs> He's 26. Older or younger? Oh, okay. Younger, younger, 26. I know, I'm basically, <laughs> I feel like a sugar mama, but honey, there was no sugar. And I'm nobody's mama. Let me just put that out there. But, um, He's 26 years old, and we were, like, talking. And I knew, like, I purposely keep the 26-year-olds on my, like, radar for really that purpose. I'm like, I'm not really going to seriously date. Um, Well, I won't say that as a a hard fact, but generally speaking, I'm like, oh, like, I just feel like you're so young. Um, And I've always been like that. But anyway, so I matched with him, and I was like, okay, like, we're vibing, we're vibing. I think we know what this is, boop, boop, boop. Um, I put in some, like, more specifics. I'm like, oh, yeah, like, when have you been tested? And da, 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 da. Um, And so... Huh. And so we meet. Um, what happened? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Child, I can't, I'm not even going to go into everything, but we meet, and I don't know. I think one, I was a little irritated. Anyone who knows me knows I'm always late. But sometimes when people are like, specifically like men are late to me. <laughs> <gasps> you mean a you little. have rules for others that don't apply for them to you yeah okay yes (laughs) so this is i mean whatever so because i had already pushed the time back so i was like get your ass here so you were late and he took that as a sign to be even more later than more late iconic (laughs) you're like a bitch is about to go to bed 
So, and well, and that, cause that's the other thing about cuffing season. You don't be inviting folks over when the sun's out. Like, you know, right. you wait, you get your stuff done. I think I was like cleaning my apartment or whatever. I think I started packing. Um, and so he gets here. Now, I always request a full body picture. I don't know that I always make it clear that it needs to be taken within the last like four months or I would say three days, three months slash nine days. <laughs> the last three days. <laughs> Bitch, what are you like right now? Oh <laughs> like, my god! I know. Can I tell you? I remember. I will never forget the one time. I think. I think a guy was in a club. He might have been a bouncer, and you're like, "Can you just go in the bathroom and find a mirror to take a full body pic?" I can't tell you like whatever happened to him, but like I just like distinctly remember you being like, "You have access to resources. Just find a mirror. Go." But courting cuties, like he just was really against it, and I'm like. Your request, your meaning you, Shatrice, your request wasn't right. reasonable. Like It wasn't. <laughs> I forget that I tell you all these things. And I listen. That is, As you do said. listen and you regurgitate. You're an amazing yes. friend. I plan on meeting you at some point, whether it's for sex or, you know, for dating. Let me just see a full body pic because if we're going to meet in person, I'm going to see your full body anyway. So I don't right. understand, like, what is the big deal? And yeah, that Negro was like, opposed uh, to sending a full body pic so this one wasn't even though well so at first he sent me like the same ones from tinder and i was like try again and so he took another one and i was like okay okay like i can work with that i think i sent you i'm pretty sure i sent you that to sure yeah. i was like okay because you know i don't know about y'all but pro tip cuties um make sure you have at least one friend that you can send all of this information to should you need to share this information? Because if I'm found dead, if I am murdered, I need Louise to go and avenge my death and, you know, start riots. Yes, thank you. And so every time I go on a date with someone for the first time or meet up with someone, I'm just like, here you go, Louise. Like, if found dead, please charge this person with my death. Because you just, you know, you really never know. I might have mentioned this before, but when Chatrice and I were both hitting the streets hard at the same time, we wouldn't even need to tell anything to each other. We would just share our location for a day. And that was the signal to each other that we were going elsewhere. Usually me was a hookup. Chatrice, yeah. mostly a date. Um, it, well, look, honey, but yeah. still more, we were oh really gosh. active. Sorry. He full came oh, Thank you. Full body pick. We got that. Like, you know, been tested, all that good stuff. I was like, bet, ready to go. So he comes over a little bit later than planned. Whatever. Um, open my door. Okay, you're a little bit thicker than the picture that you sent me. But I am one, you know, I am known on these interweb streets by some as the curvy bell. And even as such, I know my best curves and my best like angles and features. And so right. I was like, you know, I can't be mad at someone for taking a picture in their best light or whatever. Fine. Now he does have like, uh, he does have the Migos hair, which truly to me is an indication, an indicator of like youth that I and just, I don't want. Oh, <laughs> like, yeah. you know, the little like danglies. Yes. I like, I get so annoyed by that hairstyle. <laughs> and I'm just like, whatever Shatrice that's not we're not here to play hairdresser right, right, right. We're like, <laughs> so he I'm on my couch where I'm on my couch in my same spot that I always am in under the same blanket that I always am in and if 
if this was like a person that I was in a routine with, I would always just have the door unlocked and you just come in and you will find me on the couch under this blanket. I don't get up to get the door. It's a very, I don't know. I'm weird like that. But <laughs> so I had to get up. I can attest. Yes. yes. Um, I had to get up since he was, you know, walking in um, for the first time. And so he sits down, he, you know, makes himself comfy, great, sits down. And um, I don't remember exactly how anything, like any conversation started, but it started and um, it just did not stop. And that, <laughs> that is, that is oh. where the issue started <laughs> to just, um, just come tumbling out like just one after the other and oh, so okay. he had told yeah so he had told me beforehand he's like oh like because I was asking him if he had done something like in the area because you know I'm like oh small town cute stuff have you done this he's like no I just like moved here like only a year ago and I was like okay well it's the fall and so there's really cute things yada 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 and then he said something else and I was like oh I want to hear this story like when are you taking me out you know as a test he was like, well, I don't really have any money. I was like, well, then what are, like, what can you do for me? <laughs> and then we transitioned into, mm-hmm. you know, this. And so, which is pretty much where I figured it would go from the beginning. So, he starts off by telling me how he broke his leg when he was 16. Don't know where that came from, but great. Um, and, oh, because I asked him if he played sports. Okay, that was on me. I asked him if he played sports because he was built like a football player. So he told me about how he didn't because he broke his leg and that was a whole thing, which turned into a story about um, his grandma and all of his siblings, which turned into An a story of classic overshare, which turned into a story about how he ran away from home and then his brother made him come move down here when he was like 21. And, went <laughs> and as he's telling the story, I'm just like, quickly calculating the numbers in my head to make sure this is not like a 21 year old oh I, was like, <laughs> I was like now okay and, and what year did you say that was <laughs> um okay cool 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 that checks out and so he's like telling me like just all of the things and how he had never left Pennsylvania until he was like I think 22 or something like that I was like what the hell um but you know what every life difference I'm sure I have family members who've never never left the state either um and so he yes and so he had moved down here and um or actually to to the dmv area met a girl he was raised by like or raised around white people and she was black and he was like happy and it was lit blah, blah, blah. and then he was like well and then she got pregnant and i was like who's the she <laughs> i've seen it like Oh my god, what? I was like, where's the story going? And like he continues the story. Like he was just literally like, then she got pregnant and was like talking about whatever the fuck else he was talking about. <laughs> um and so like after he kind of like hits a pause at some point, I was like, so because he was like, Yeah, then like she moved back to Pennsylvania with me, whatever, whatever. I was like, so where what happened to the baby? Because I was like, oh, maybe she lost a baby. Like, clearly, you've never brought up a baby. She must have lost a baby. Right. Um, he was like, oh, no. Um, she had the with- baby. She had the baby. And, oh, like, actually, like, two stories, like, later. Oh, so, yeah, then we, like, hooked up again. And she got pregnant again. Oh, my God. So, sir, you have two kids? Yeah, I do. They're As actually, the- like, as the text that just came into my uh, computer said, screaming, I'm also screaming in this moment. Like, oh, yeah. Like, I, I have two kids, and they're at my house right now. Oh. 
<laughs> my reaction. Um, I was like, uh, do you want to go take care of your children? Like, I don't understand. Right. Is this like one of those situations? This is like one of those situations where you left your phone on live on Facebook Live or Instagram Live <laughs> and told people to watch your kids. That, but that is funny but yeah i was like wait your kids are you're one you have a child wait two you have children two, two children and three they're like down the street or something right now she's like he was like yeah like they came like about a week ago okay cool on the hogwarts <laughs> express like what do you mean came down a week ago <laughs> I, I don't know I didn't ask questions, but he does. He said he had a roommate, and I was like, "But is your roommate just like sleep? And like you're just like there's another adult in the house, or did they actually agree to watch your children?" I didn't ask that question. But you're not a parent. But I was most certainly thinking it. And I was like, "Okay." And so then that was so. If we want to use a uh, some imagery here. Think about when he was on his way over, I was like, um, I was like Niagara Falls myself. So I was like Niagara. And then slowly became Sahara as this. Um, oh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Okay. You can see yes, what's happening. Yes, you, yes. Got, you cuties, you yes. got it. I started off as Niagara Falls. I ended this as Sahara Desert. Right. It just so, went. Uh, it just went. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. Just up, and so um, anyway, long story. So it was just a lot of that happening, right? And so the next kind of chunk of like surprising facts that took place was the fact that he uh, revealed. And I truly don't think I asked him. I don't think I asked him anything other than if he played a sport. And somehow I just got all of you these, got the like, whole run, all of these, his whole on life. And so he was like, you know, oh, well, I actually used to work at Walmart. And I was like, okay, okay. you know, that you income. literally, it's income. You said you moved down here when you were young. You didn't mention any type of like school or college. So yeah, that, that track. And so he was like, you know, I used to work at Walmart or whatever. And I used to bring my lunch. And, you know, people would be like, why you bring your own lunch? You know, we have a whole deli there. And so, just get something from the deli. And so, <laughs> I don't even know what you're about to say. I I usually know. <laughs> oh and so, and so he, I guess, you know, since he got peer pressure to stop bringing his lunch to work, he started eating lunch at the, yep, at the deli, at the deli counter at the Walmart. Is that why? And then one day he gets called in by the managers <gasps> and. <laughs> Oh, sorry. <laughs> I don't know why I'm gasping, but I think it's going to be a shock. Yeah, you know it's going to. So then basically they fired his ass and. Because they, they sh- think he stole all the deli meat? Bitch, he said they pulled up video camera footage of it. I'm taking lunches <laughs> from the deli section, but his co workers <laughs> told him. Let his co- and I was just like. Was his co workers lying? Or did that get the part? <laughs> Did they forget the part where they usually have to pay? <laughs> I, think, I think there were some key facts that were not included in the advice. Oh my god! Or I'm like, my mouth is like jaw drop open. <laughs> yes, y'all can't see, but Louise is shocked, and I am just—I was sitting there like, oh my gosh! Um, and, and honestly, I could totally see this happening to like a young person, like whatever. Like, I, 
Y'all had all this damn chicken on this, you know, counter. It's the end of the day. Nobody was eating it. I ate it. The video, bitch. That's what took me. I was like, did they not? Did you not believe? Like, did you like ask them for footage? Like, what? That's just like so in adding insult to injury. And so, not only did they pull up the footage and show this boy eating all the chicken at the Walmart. They, he was like, okay, well, how much was it? I guess he was like offering to pay it back or whatever. Honey, they called the police and had him escorted out. Yes, for the chicken, for the Walmart chicken. He got charged, (laughs) not like financially, but legally. Criminally. Criminally charged. Yeah, like criminally charged. Criminally charged. (laughs) Right, I think that's the legal jargon. For taking the goddamn chicken, Louis. I said, oh my God, what's happening? So I'm sitting there taking it all in. He's dishing it all out. And so I was like, oh my gosh, like what happened? Um, Because you've been. <laughs> like, what happened? After you're escorted from the Walmart. So we only have an hour of this podcast. Yes. How long was this conversation? How long was this? Like, you were doing a very good thing of like, oh, wow, tell me more. I would have been like, so well, but then I will see you later. <laughs> like, well, but, right. Well, and that's really what I was basically trying to assess. I was like, let me let him keep talking so I can assess if I actually want to sleep with him because I'm not sure that I want to. Because then, go ahead. Well, okay, go no. ahead. I was. Let me tell you the thing about the gays, though, because when it comes to like, so question: Did you, was the context that he was coming over to hook up? One hundred percent. I told him to okay. bring the Trojans. Perfect. So here's the thing about the gays. Usually, maybe it's anywhere between 15 seconds to five minutes before you jump into bed. See, my transition time, I'm not good at that. Because I'm just kind of like, so, like, I mean, and if you need to take maybe longer for like a sip of alcohol, like to be a little loosey goosey, that's fine. But like, I don't know. Like, if you're just here for one thing, like, that's the thing I least appreciate it. Like, you know, you're just kind of like, you're going, like, you're going in, you're coming out. Like, that. that's it. Like, oh, so <laughs> Literally like, The fact that you were there for, like, place. two hours or however long. I would, it was Louise. It was so long. And once he that got fired. Play. Sorry. I guess this was the foreplay. Like, hearing his life story. Right. And how he's now on probation because of the whole Walmart situation. Right. And so Criminal then, justice system is trash and... I mean, it definitely is. I'm like, bitch, I have to throw some chicken at your face. Like, are you kidding me? Um, and so then he was like, I, you know, I hurried up and got a job. This had to have been like within, within, I guess the last year. Because then he was like, well, then I got a job at Aldi real quick before my right, charges before were pressed. On the right, like, right. Exactly. And so then he had a job at Aldi. And that's what I remember from Tinder. Because I was like, ooh, okay, a grocery store, a little disc. Yeah, but now you can't shop at Aldi, can you? Well, (laughs) and (laughs) Louise, this Negro was like, did I get to the punchline? I'm sorry. This Negro was like, so, but then, so I'm just gonna spoiler. He this this whole Walmart story started because he mentioned that he was on unemployment, so there is no job. So anyway. So he was like, well, but so I got to Aldi before my charges got like put on my record or whatever. And then I guess it was like the beginning of COVID. And I guess he was sick one day and Aldi was like, oh, no, sis, keep your ass at home and actually just 
keep yourself at home for good. Like we're laying you off. Oh like, my God. I, and I don't, you know, I don't know if there was more to that story or whatever, but I was like, well, that's, I mean, that feels like that was what was happening. Like in April and March, if right. we were like sick at like an hourly wage, like people did not want you there. Like you're, you know, they're essential workers, whatever. So then So I don't know how long he actually worked at Aldi. I guess he coughed and they fired his ass. I'm like, this is a lot, but okay. So then he tried to apply for a job at Lowe's. And I was like, oh, you know, I just bought this fixer upper. So I'm like, I mean, I just having connections to a home improvement store seems like a win for me. Bitch, he was like, they um, were good. Like they were like seeming like they were going to offer him a job. And then they did not. Um, once his like background check came in and yeah and he was like you know well he called him and was like you know what's the status like am I like are y'all still interested and he said the lady was like no we're not and she's like yikes like this is like a lot so to recap you have no job but you do have two kids you can't take me out so you surely your dick must be good but I don't know. I feel like you make a lot of bad choices. And actually, none of those have to do with the job. He told many other stories, and I'm not going to tell right now, right. about, like, sleeping with his best friend's girl and, like, all of this other stuff and just being in, like, weird sexual and friend encounters. Like, and not weird as in, like, a kink or anything like that. Weird as in truly morally questionable. Like, hmm, you're sleeping with, you call this person a friend. and someone was in jail and he almost got caught. It was just like a lot. And I was like, yawn, yawn, yawn. I'm actually really tired. Um, I'm going to go to bed now. So, and I told Haley this, she was like, wait, you can't do that. I was like, yes. Yeah. Like, what am I supposed to do with this? Like, right. I, it's as I was like, Sahara no. out here. Like, it's and not- we were a, Officially in the Sahara Desert. Right. And y'all know how much I wanted to go to Africa, but not like this. <laughs> and I was like, he was like, oh, like, well, if you want me to leave, I can. I was like, yeah, okay. that'd be great. Um, I was like, thank you, you know, for an interesting night. Have go, have be a father. I don't know. I don't know. Goodbye. And so um, I immediately consulted with the sister circle, which is one of the group chats that I'm in. <laughs> And I was like, hello, ladies, ring the alarm. Like, is this someone I should consider sleeping with? Because just to recap, this man makes poor decisions in life, is in fact poor, and has these kids and has X, Y, and Z and no job. And I believe that Haley was outnumbered, but she was basically like, I mean, but you're you're not trying to marry him. You're not trying to date him. Like, he was just trying to get the D. And I was like, that's kind of what I'm thinking. I'm like, you know, he ne- offers me nothing but the dick. And that's that seems like the setup for the ideal fuck buddy situation. Mm-hmm. But I think in other situations, I've just not been privy to any of that information. And it's like now I do feel like I know too much for, for you um, or too much about mm. you. You know what I mean? And so I was like, I'm way turned off. I shouldn't be because it shouldn't matter. But it's just hard. Like, we've gone here, and now it's hard to go back. Right. So, so I feel like part of the fuck buddy thing is you're not supposed to know very much about them. Hardly right. anything. Really? Really? I just need to know if your STI test came back negative. Mm-hmm. 
And if a COVID you test. or I, and a COVID test, and if you or I are responsible for bringing the condoms, like, like that, those are really the only things I need to know. And so I just don't know how this went so epically wrong. Um, because now I'm like, eh. and he was like, bless his heart, was like messaging me. He was like, oh, well, like you haven't like talked a lot lately. And I was like, oh, well, I mean, you know, chill out. We don't need to talk every day. But I was like, at some point I'll just, I'll need to tell him like, I'm not going to sleep with you. And on top of all of that, he, like, we work with, like, adult students, college students. He just reminded me of a college student. Right. Like, and I just, could, I would, as soon as you kind of get into that phase, because, you know, me, I'm a helper or maybe a controller or whatever. And I was just like, have you ever thought about going back to school? Like, do you mm. need to review your resume? Like, I immediately, like, went into that mode. Right. And if I do that, I'm not sleeping with you, like. I need to, like, write you a letter of recommendation or something, like, so, yeah, so that wasn't, that was my epic fail that really got me to seriously evaluate my cuffing season and fuck buddy evaluation process, Mm -hmm. and here, that, and really, that's where we are today. I don't know what I'm going to do this cuffing season. I was really banking on locking, locking that in. I was like, this is a person who, even before we met, I was like, I don't think I'm interested, like, in this person. There's nothing of interest, which is great, which is ideal for me. So then there's no emotions, there's no feelings, just the sex. And, yeah, it just, it didn't quite happen. But anyway, so that's the story that took way long to <laughs> tell, but this is the abbreviated version. Right. Um, we have edited just, if we need Yes. To. Yes, but, like, it was just, he was over here for hours, and I was like, this is not going to happen. And basically the consensus, or I shouldn't, is a consensus, does that mean it's everybody yeah. or just the majority? I think it's a majority. A majority okay, consensus. Yes, the majority consensus from the sister circle was that I need to not sleep with him. Mm-hmm. And um, I think one person said if he uses, if he uses the word females to describe women, <laughs> then you need to run. And it was so funny because he kept saying period and he said female so many times I was like so it's just my thing like I don't know what like you say female a lot like can you just like say women or ladies or woman like like female is just like literally like boiling me down to an anatomy like body parts so to speak like it just Uh feels like you don't say males you would say men like you would Uh say guy or whatever like so why am I just a female it just feels growth in a way that is very hard to explain to men like that especially um he was like oh yeah you know i'd be saying women literally 10 seconds later he was back to saying female i was like okay this is this is a lot we're doing too much but i will say you have patience that i don't have you have kindness (laughs) that i would like to think i have um what would you have done in this situation (laughs) it wouldn't even have happened like i would not have i think well, I'm trying to, I'm sitting here trying to think. Okay, so I guess there was, usually I've been in a very similar situation if the meetup is a little bit undefined. Like if it's, it's very mm-hmm. much like we're just meeting up and like, uh, I'd say feeling each other, but like just kind of feeling each other out. Then, it, yeah. then it's a little bit more star- story sharing and like all these traumas. But it does, speaking of like oversharers, it reminds me of, remember one of the first people I talked to when I moved here? I don't, did I ever tell did I ever tell you this? Like, he he was also younger, but just, like, an overshare, like, was just telling mm. me about how the oh, previous here, oh, summer... Oh, yes, yes, yes. The mm-hmm. previous summer, mm-hmm. or a couple months ago, he had found his friend dead, and, like, 
all of these things and I'm just like I don't I remember how turned off you were right I was in the back of my mind well like we ended up you know but anyway but like oh oh. we ended up sleeping together but like okay but but I was like this this feels like a lot and I'm the kind of person Mm -hmm. where I take a while to warm up to people and so when people are like hi here's my trauma I'm like Mm -hmm. I wasn't even ready for it. When yeah. I work with students, that's expected. Like, you just yeah. don't know what you hear. But I'm just like, sometimes, I think I was listening to a podcast episode and they were like, when someone's an oversharer so quickly, yeah, because they're just looking for something and like, yeah, it's just not really healthy. And, and I just feel like you go from zero to 100 real quick. And like, how do you even build real a relationship? Quick. Yeah. Right. And I think, that doesn't that doesn't translate to empathy. So I think I think if the premise was, hey, we're just feeling like we're just like you're coming over, we're just hanging out, chilling. That's mm-hmm. a little bit different. No, it was very clear. But if it was like the hookup, yeah, I'm trying to think. I don't think there has ever been w- when we when we like said, oh, the hookup. Then it became an maybe if anything, maybe the conversation happened more after the hookup, right? But like, <laughs> but. That- Okay, that's where we went wrong. We talked too much before. Right, the right. Got it. You know, and just a, a little uh, cutie exclusive. Like I will say, <laughs> uh, you know, the second time I saw my partner, it was for a hookup, and I spent the night, and he made breakfast the next day. And look at me now. <laughs> well, okay. On that note, and you know, but great. Well, I was just gonna say. I don't believe in sleepovers. That is a hard and fast rule. You know, I I was surprised at myself too. I I don't know why I did it. Obviously, you know, it paid off. Really, right? I'm like, clearly, it worked. You put it on them. But I think I think part of it too was like, well, actually, so no. Here's the tea. It was right. It was the beginning of cuffing season. Right, because it was last it was a year, year okay. ago. It was okay. literally thirteen mm-hmm. months ago, and Dang, so like, so, <laughs> so it's kind of it's kind of like, That's oh funny. well, I you know like, I clearly just slept with this part. Well, and the thing is, we had already gone on a date, right? Like we had gone on a oh, date. Okay, right, right. So this is the second okay. time I met up with him. Right, right. That's... We had done the date. We had done the we had done the coffee meetup date, and then like three days later, he was like, you know, eleven a.m. or eleven p.m. <laughs> are you up? Text and like, there goes me, and then. <laughs> Yes, there, I am. A- <laughs> there goes me in the bed, and you know, <laughs> and so yes. But to that point, I guess it just yeah. I'm really trying to think. Like, I don't think well because in said, that particular situation, uh huh, with the breakfast in bed, you know, or what is it? More, next day, waking up to breakfast. What did you know to be true at that point? You know what I mean? Like, you're like, okay, we did this day. We did the sleepover. Like, is this a sleepover? Is this a fuck buddy? Like, like, what did you know to be true about y'all's situation at that point Ooh, in your head? I don't know. I think I will say now whether this was true in the moment or this is how I'm rewriting the history within my own self. <laughs> but I think it was like go with the flow, right? It was truly mm-hmm. like, I mean, I got nothing to do today. There's free. I food could do here. you. <laughs> I could do you. There's free food here. Yeah. Um, but it felt okay. I don't know. Like, I think, I, and I think I've talked about this before, like doing like dating and the hookup apps for as long as I have, I could write my own book, I think by now, truly. But mm-hmm. like, it, and especially like, I think doing that, being like a gay person, queer person, where you have to like quickly assess people and like quickly assess your environments for safety. Like, I've gotten mm-hmm. really good at being like, this person, 
okay. This person, not okay. And so, like, I trust a lot my internal clock in that situation or my internal mm-hmm. clock, my internal, like, like intuition out, my or intu- gut. Intuition, yeah, my gut. <laughs> Um, my gut and like nothing told me wrong. And I think we try to remember, I think maybe I left like at 11 or one, she might have even been like 10 or 11 the next day. And so, yeah, I mean, yeah, I think it was one part cuffing season. One part, Mm -hmm. like my intuition was not like run. And we had mm-hmm. already, like, done a date at that point. But right. on the note of safety, because that ended up, that piece came up, too, because I guess I didn't make it super clear um, to the sister circle that he came over to my place. And I was going to ask I sh- you. I was going to ask you. Yes. When I shared that with a couple of them, like, one was like, what? Like, girl, like, oh, no. Oh, like, just, okay, maybe not quite to that. No, <laughs> but you got, you got effect, right. But it was very much, like, are you, how did you be careful? How, right. Like, what is happening? But I was like, well, okay, where, like, let's, hey, ladies, hey, folks, where else are we going to meet up? I'm 30 fucking years old. I'm not meeting up with you in a car, in a parking lot. I mean, you right. know, I can, ha- that, those moments can be fun, but not like, like, it's not that there's, there's no necessity of doing that. Yeah. Like, I, I well, have a place to live by myself. You know, and I I I think we have had this conversation. Like, I think you are much more comfortable than I am slash was in inviting people over, especially for the first time. Whereas I'm Mm -hmm. less worried going to someone else's place because I'm like, Mm. no unfamiliar. I know where you live. You don't know where I live. Right. And so... Granted, yeah, like, yes, obviously you could mer- you know where your knives are in your own house. Right. I know where uh, my also, knives are and they're not in an obvious place. <laughs> right. Also, I had a mean kick, so I will kick you if anything. But yeah, <laughs> so but yeah, I but I know you. I think you're more you're much more comfortable than I am having people over. Yeah. Cause it, you know, it's from for me, it's like pretty much what you said, but like the opposite, right? It's like I am on home turf, like I'm comfortable in my space. And honestly, like think about this one, you know, we'll call him, we'll call him Aldi. Think about Aldi. Like he had two kids and a roommate. Like I'm not, I'm not fucking you with your kids in the next room. Like I'm not doing that. Like I had this really great encounter my summer, um, during my summer graduate internship and I was just like in a city of love slash lust. And I met this really cool guy and we slept together and like, cool, that was going to be our thing. Right. Um, but then like he like adopted or like took in like his nephew and I was like, Oh my Mm. gosh, so sweet. You're a great person. I'm not sleeping with you (laughs) with your like nephew. Like that, that is like just a thing that's like weird to me. I'm like, he's like, we'll be quiet. No, we won't. I'm very loud. Like in every, (laughs) (laughs) which is also why I'm excited to have a detached house. (laughs) Right. I was like, well, I'm not going to, I'm not going to tell your neighbor's name. (laughs) You and your neighbor have gotten vocally intimate. Yes. I was waiting to have my neighbors hear me the other day and no one got to be heard. So a mess. But yeah, I just, I was like, but here's the thing. Here's the true reality of life you can meet someone at church you can meet someone at work and they could be your worst nightmare or a security a personal security threat so I mean yeah like I met him on the app for the first time like or like that that was our meeting it wasn't like necessarily in person but I'm like you know I think that's just like an obvious way to point out something that's questionable on the safety scale like I just think there's you just never know what's gonna happen I'm like I just say prayed up 
sent out, you know, the photos to the safety squad. <laughs> Y'all avenge my death should you need to. And keep it moving. Because, like, I just, I'm like, anything could happen. Especially working, you know, in colleges, in a college environment. And yeah. seeing, like, you know, partner violence and things like that. I'm like, pe- like, literally, I've had students, like, get shot and killed by their boyfriends. So, I'm like, it doesn't. I, I feel like your safety is never guaranteed and you really do have to like mm-hmm. go with God, trust your gut, you know, send out some good sage essence Bye. vibes, the universe, yeah. whatever it is that you believe and just like live your life. Yeah. Well, and I think also too, you, you've been doing online dating long enough where I feel like you have developed a sense of intuition that, you know, yeah. like Which oh, is, this person yeah, that's and there's probably something in your conversation with, Aldi that led you to be like this person is okay to invite over at this moment maybe it was um what's it called maybe it was because of uh Niagara Falls and (laughs) someone who has made some calls because they were also Niagara Falls I'm just like wait I'm walking in anyway especially with hotel rooms I'm like wait what (laughs) which is like I feel like there's cameras everywhere with the hotels I don't know that's what I thought too oh my gosh my favorite was the one time I met (laughs) my favorite was the one time when I was in Philadelphia and I met up with a guy in a hotel and like whatever shared with me like his his room number and everything and like I'm like okay I'm I'm gonna be able to sneak in uh I was able to, uh, after I okay. passed all the construction men uh, <laughs> right outside the, the door <laughs> to nice. get in. And they were still there 30 minutes when I left. After I, mm, okay, so, okay. I was like, oh, that's, y'all probably, y'all that's probably my know. only thing. Yes, that's my right. only thing with hotels. I'm like, okay, if you see me come in and then you also <laughs> see me leave in a right. short amount of time, like, just, you know just, 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 what this is. And the, and the one time I was in that situation, we truly did not have sex and like we I mean like we got close but like we I left before like we went too far because I was like we're dating we're having a fun time but like you know let's chill out but like I hadn't thought about that moment until you know the 20 minutes or so later that I walked back out with like one earring was off like it was I just and the little hotel clerk was just like right at the at the front desk like okay like I was like oh okay, this is, like, what that kind of feels like. And I, I I, just felt extra whatever because I didn't even have sex. So I was like, I want to tell the clerk that, like, I did not have sex. <laughs> like in the movies. I did right. not. <laughs> like, but I don't think the clerk cared. Like, I really right. don't. But, um, but, yeah, I think you're right about the intuition piece because I, my, one of my other rules is that I'm not going to – I'm never going to match with someone at 5 p.m. personally and like invite them over by 6 p.m. Like I don't feel that's beyond my level of comfort. I can't, mm-hmm. do, I'm like, we have to talk a couple of days. And usually that's all the talking that I ever want to happen. And I think we can talk about this at a later time of like, you know, what are the hard and fast rules for when you do finally select someone to be the fuck buddy? And one of the polls, one of the quick polls I, I put was just to ask folks like who all was ready for cuffing season. And 75% of the courting cuties are ready for cuffing season. And um. so- I feel very behind. I, you know, you know I also want to know many, I want to know how many of our cuties are like partnered, basically single and not single. And I know everyone yes, has a because, definition. Because I'm really I'm like, in theory, oh, yes. If right, you're like, who not are we single. reaching? <laughs> but remember when Brian was on? Brian was like, and like 
there was ambiguity. Right, there's a spectrum there's a of, spectrum. like, singleness right. to not singleness. Yeah. But, yeah, I'm, I'm very curious as, like, how many of our followers are, like, partnered. Because I'm like, are, are we putting out inclusive content? Like, are we just... <laughs> and I guess each of us represent different ends of the spectrum. But I'm like... Yeah. And it doesn't have, have, like... Do we need to have, like, a how to keep it spicy in a relationship episode? Or I don't know. Well, it's so funny you say that because I literally have an email tagged from a newsletter I'm on of the seven, like hottest tips for the boudoir for like and she's like a relationship coach so we'll don't worry we'll include all of you uh partnered people so louise can have someone else to talk to (laughs) oh we had tamra on here she's like a full-ass wife so like right with children with children much like aldi (laughs) well (laughs) except for she can fully take care of them along with her husband yes hey tam girl um are we doing drinks this weekend? You know what, Tamara? It's fine. Like, listen to this. We'll figure it out. <laughs> I love that this episode, really this episode has just become an uh, opportunity for us to remind our friends to do things. Yes. If any of my friends are listening, please text me. But yeah, so that, that was my story of my entrance into cuffing season 2020-2021. Um, it is what I would consider a fail, but... Not a, not an epic fail at all. Like, I could still technically sleep with him. And I was kind of thinking about that, even though, mm-hmm. you know, my group of friends was like, please, girl, don't. But I was like, I mean, I really, because have you ever heard, I don't know if it's a saying or whatever. Actually, um, someone said this to Charlotte on her wedding day in Sex and the City. The worse the wedding, the better the marriage. And so. Oh, okay. Yeah. And so I, I feel like the worse the man, the better the dick. And so, and I think about. And oh I think gosh. about probably you and a lot of other people have this. You know, you know what? That's gonna Corey Cuties, let us know. <laughs> Is this accurate? The worse yeah. the man, person, human, woman, the better the Sex. sexual encounter. Yeah. Um, because I really do think that, that there's some facts because like what well, else you literally have nothing else to give. Like Right. Well, and, uh, and that actually, I was gonna say like the the part I guess I do kind of agree with Haley. It's like, I mean, you're not trying to marry him. And I think that's the thing with cuffing season. I would say even cuffing season has a spectrum because it's like, mm-hmm. you could also just be, you could also be cuffing season and just be cuffed up with like a fuck buddy, right? Or a friend. Yeah, that's kind of how I interpret it. Right. So I, I think you can, like cuffing doesn't have to be like a monogamous relationship or a, a relationship. Like I think it could be yeah. anything, anything you make it, like you're a committed person. I think mm-hmm. it'd be really interesting Again, I'm on this theme of writing, but, like, I wonder if we could, like, write a really good article around, like, cuffing season meets quarantine and, like, how, like, that would be really, I would love to know from people about that. Like, Mm -hmm. are you cuffing more because it's quarantine slash COVID or are you more intentional? Like, how does COVID impact quarantine or how does COVID impact cuffing? The cuffing. Well, I would like to believe, I really do believe that it, it, expedited it it really pushed it forward like so since cuffing season generally starts in october you know people start to wind down with going out it's cold af like you're staying in more great you have more time to like fuck somebody but shit we have been indoors since march like i i think it probably took me and it's funny because i was saying to aldi i was like you know i i really have not Slept with that many people, as many people as I guess I would think I would have slept with during COVID. Part of that was because I was dating someone, like, at the, like, front end of of COVID. But okay. then it was, like, 
it's also like a global pandemic and I'm not really feeling sexual. <laughs> like I'm not really like in the mood, right? Like it's just, or I was telling Tamara, actually, I was like, my ideal situation would be one where I am dating people, men, you know, whoever, um, like I'm going out on dates, we're recording, we're doing whatever. And I have one consistent fuck buddy, FWA. What is it? No. <laughs> NSA? No strings attached. Thank you, FWB, NFA, child, whatever, one little partner person that I'm sleeping with, and I can focus my sexual energy there and focus my dating energy with the people that I'm dating. Because that's what happened the last time I participated in cuffing season, and it was fucking gold. Like, that, like, was, like, this is the Uh type of, like, dating sexual, like, dating sex life or whatever that I, I like to have. And so I'm trying to like pick that back up. I've gone on a couple of dates in the last like couple of weeks, attempted to start a fuck buddy situation. Um, and I don't necessarily know that either of those are going anywhere, but I'm like, you know what? Cuffing season has only just begun and I have, you know, three, four, five whole months to like get into a routine of something. Cause I don't, I think the thing that I don't like is, to have to switch out sex partners a mm. lot. And so I'm like, and I know that's asking a lot for something to be hella casual or whatever. I'm like, if I could just have one person that I like sleep with regularly, yeah. that would be nice. But you know, I mean, but it's also kind of like establishing a sexual pod, right? Like, there's a lot of conversations mm-hmm. with COVID about establishing like a pod, right? Like a group of people yes. that mm-hmm. you are con- like, you are seeing with, you feel comfortable, like, yes you have like an agreement you're like getting tested regularly so you you need like that version but like for yes. dating and relationships you kind of need like your sexual pod like pods yes I need my sexual pod and honestly I think I always yes like the pod that mm. concept anyway and so hey Courtney cuties if you are also listening and looking for a pod you know hit me up maybe we'll pod together but I do like that and that is yes exactly what I'm looking but um, on that note, any kind of last thoughts you want to leave with the cuties about cuffing season, getting ready, and just, you know, living your best uh, fall mocha pumpkin spice life? Yes. Well, I was going to say, so the first holiday of cuffing season is coming up. So mm-hmm. just real quick on that, real quick on that. So you're saying that people cuff starting in October for the purpose of having someone to take to Thanksgiving or just like having someone to text while they're at Thanksgiving with their family? Probably all the, probably all the above. Oh, oh, wow. Maybe all the above, but also not. Right. Like I think, <laughs> I think people just use the holidays as like a barometer to be like, Oh, we uh, made it. We made it through this. You made it through this. We okay. made it through this. Right. Okay. And like, as you, pro- it's kind of like um, a video game. You're crossing one, like you get through one level and you get the second do, level do, do, and like, you know, you progress and progress. So. Got it. But I it doesn't necessarily, it's not necessarily an indicator of like our closeness or like our relationship. For our no. Family. Oh, no, 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 no. I don't think okay. so. Okay. Okay. But it. maybe for other, maybe for people. Yes. I don't know. But also like wedding season, right? Like people who. Which who, is in the spring or summer. Which is in the spring and summer. And fall to mm. no, who knows? Okay, I see. I think we need like a whole calendar of like oh what my God, we're that'd supposed be so to be doing. Cute. Like a okay. relationship. Yes. You know how everyone yes, write that down. Write that down. Someone, uh, <laughs> yeah, so I'll go up then. <laughs> right, Blue Ivy, I see you on my screen. Write that down. 
but um but you know how like you know how like um a lot of like lifestyle bloggers have like their own planners that they've designed that should be ours like we we create a dating relationship planner and like we have the merch is happening because what do we have we already have ideas for our live event for our list making party and now our planner and i feel like we were gonna put grammar goddess on a t-shirt i swear (laughs) if we don't blow up after covid why did i even do this no i'm kidding courage is me to again sit down pull out my planner and think about how i want to approach this cuffing season and so if you're out there (laughs) not anyone not soliciting for that. So, so anyone who's listening, if you have any advice on how to go about um, approaching cuffing season, let us know. DM us, email us, hit us up, tell us your tales, tales, and details with your cuffing season lovers and buddies and, you know, no strings attached and all that good stuff. Um, but yeah, until next time, be sure to keep it cute and court with confidence. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening, y'all, to another episode of Courting in Color. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Court in Color. That's C-O-U-R-T-N-C-O-L-O-R. Or email us at courtincolor at gmail.com. Head on over to our website at courtingincolor.com. Rate, review, and subscribe to us. Court dismissed. Bye. Bye.